I'm Josh. I'm Tegan. And this is Dumb Binge Binging. <laughs> it's never not going to be funny to say out loud. <laughs> um, if you can't tell, I'm sick. <laughs> Have a very bad cold. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna power through it though. Just for you guys. <laughs> Just for Netflix and their beautiful Hallmark movie. <laughs> yes, which so we said we were going to do AHS Rona. That didn't happen because we're gonna it's start watching the new season. So we need yeah, we just needed need some easier stuff. So we watched Falling In. That's I N N love on netflix it's it's a weird weird world that they have created for this movie oh yeah like just in the sense that i believe it's implied that it's a little bit more modern than what we have right now because she was working out (laughs) in vr and she had that what, I don't know what they're called because I don't it's have like the, the the um I don't have that iPhone, so I don't know what like it's referred to, but like the emoji sona that you get to make. Yeah. She had one and it was like knew everything knew about her life. Everything. Like even her own like personal feelings about the stuff that was happening. It, yeah, it <clears throat> was very weird. It was very weird, and there was no, like, comment on that. And even then, there was, like, there was this weird, like, plot line that she's over-involved in technology, and um, what the fuck was his name? I don't know any of their names. Which one? The, like, boyfriend? Okay, yeah, her name was... The, like, original boyfriend? Or... No, 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 no. That that was Dean. Oh, her right? boss. No, her boss is Chad. Because um, I wrote oh, Chad, yeah. Chad. Um, Chad, Dean, Jake. Jake, okay. Her name was something Diaz. Gabriella. There was... Gab... What? Yeah? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Gabriella. Um, there was Charlotte. Who was the rival B and B owner? Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then let's. There's the gay coffee shop owners who I love. Matt, um, husband and Peter. Yes, Peter and not Peter. Peter and not Peter. Um, um flower shop owner. Yeah. Um, doctor. And doctor and Norm. Oh, and Norm, of course. <laughs> and Gilbert. <clears throat> yes, the goat. How do we forget Gilbert? Um, so <laughs> she basically gets this clickbait email. Her job falls oh, apart. She gets fired. Yeah. Her relationship falls apart because her boyfriend, Dean, is a piece of shit. Okay, this, like, it's, it's played off like it falls apart, but, like, something happened and the whole company went under and it was completely undermined this original introduced plotline of her having like being underappreciated work like they could have just stuck with that and then but instead the whole company goes under 
the whole company goes under. They're all fired, and they find out through Twitter. Um, and then she, her, her um, unnamed yoga friend. Yeah. Is giving her relationship advice when she is clearly in the most <laughs> unhealthy relationship I've ever seen. Yes. Uh, and her friend is like, yeah, I just give Mike an ultimatum. Like, either he does whatever I want or he loses me. And we're back to being engaged now. So she, I think, attempts to try this with her shitty boyfriend, Dean, who, what was the issue? Yeah, he just doesn't give a like, shit? He won't, like, do any big commitments. Mm, okay. Like, she wanted to give him a closet shelf and he freaked out. So then, and they've been together like uh, two or three years or something. Yeah. Yeah, it was two and years. And then, so then she made them, they move in together or she leaves. She leaves. It wasn't even an ultimate. She's like, I think we should move in together. And he's like, I don't know. You know, I like having my space. And she's like, you know what? Fuck you. We broke up. Like, she didn't even try the ultimatum. No, it was odd. And then she goes home and has like three bottles of wine and cries over how her relationship ended but she's the one who ended it and it was a pretty decent break like he didn't make a scene or anything he just they just kind of stopped talking yeah well I guess but then we see later that he like will not stop texting her yeah but like but um yeah she goes home She's drunk as shit. Um, she gets one of those fun clickbait emails. It's like, pay this small fee and you'll be entered into the running to win an inn in New Zealand. And, and she, she... So she puts her essay in for it. I forgot it was an essay too. And she wins. Um, because she wins. responded because it's clearly a scam. <laughs> it's clearly a scam. And it was like, this is over by tonight. Do it today. Um, so she wins and she just fucking packs her bags and goes to New Zealand because apparently she can afford to do that even though she just lost her job. Yeah. She lost her job, and it is implied that she's not very high up in the company if they don't even, like, tell her her meeting gets rescheduled. Or tell her that her job doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. But, so she loses her job. Um, Goes to New Zealand. There's this fun travel montage. (laughs) Then she gets, like, lost on the road. After the bus drops her off, and that's where we first meet Jake, the love uh, interest. She was too busy trying to connect to Wi-Fi. Trying technology, to get, trying to get cell service. Technology is bad. Underline that. Technology, it's Evil. bad. It'll prevent you from finding real love. Cell phones, um, invented by the devil. Yep. Thanks, Netflix, for just reminding us. Which is really funny because Netflix wouldn't exist without. I know. There's like no form of. (laughs) Anyways. 
But um, her suitcase rolls down a hill and gets run over by Jake. Yeah. There's this the main long the story. Yeah. Um. um they try to set them up to be like, um, you know, not like enemies, but like they butt heads a lot. They're like, try to set it up like a will they, won't they type of thing, but it's like, it's this kind of movie. Really obvious from the first second they meet that they're going to be together. Yeah, and like, they didn't even bother to get actors that really gave a shit enough to commit. <laughs> Oh, that's... Like... So just a little bit of some more lore about me is I love movies like this. They're like the, this movies like this are like the bread and butter of my movie watching experience. Jesus. Um, and they never ever ever have actors that give a shit. It's like a legal requirement when you audition for one of these movies that you are a bad actor either a bad actor or like a washed up actor like you used to be relevant and nobody cares about you anymore no you're just trying to get a paycheck yeah these are just paycheck movies exactly and i love them nothing matters it's just sappy romance but it's not even good romance is the issue it's whatever I've seen worse. I would... <laughs> <laughs> um, um, so then, then she gets Yeah, what the, the fuck happened? What is this plot? She gets to the huh? coffee shop and meets Peter and she... not Peter. I would have loved, instead of this movie, focused on um, Peter and husband. Well, too bad. Um, yeah, but it's the, the concept of just... Because they weren't, like, overly done in, like, an uncomfortable, bad movie stereotype way. No, I actually... They're a believable couple. And then also with the little bits of Maori culture we got. Yeah. It was surprisingly well done, especially coming from a paycheck movie by Netflix. Yeah. Like... I was pleasantly surprised by that. Ryan Murphy, take notes. <laughs> Please. Because it was just like, with both of those things, it was just like organic. It wasn't like forced and it wasn't like super played up. It was just, here's these gay coffee shop owners and one of them is an indigenous person and there's some form of indigenous population in this town and they're part of like this town festival and yeah I think it was really cute that it was like clearly like a high school um I forgot the term for it they're um the like the war dance thing yeah I'm not 100% sure what the term is I knew I knew the term um but yeah, it was clearly like, um, like a high school club or like a group of ki- kids that like came together, and it was very sweet. It, it it felt like, um, like middle school choir performances. Yeah, no, it it, it was it was really cute. Like, 
I loved it. And again, loved, not like, like forced or anything. Like it no. made sense with what was happening in the story, and it just felt really yeah, it natural like, and it was cute. I really liked it. It felt very small town. Like, yeah, let it let us have like the kids perform at the big. Um, was it like a farmer's market? What was happening? Like a farmer's market or like a carnival like town or picnic? Something. Yeah. Some small town thing where it's like a big deal in a small town. It was cute. I liked how um, the group was led by like this <laughs> clearly younger kid. Yeah. She was like she was like seven at most. Yeah, it was really it was adorable. Um, then backtracking a little bit, she gets to the inn and surprise, it's surprise. <laughs> like it is not how it looked in the pictures because it's been abandoned for a long time. I think the dumb part, like they were trying to overemphasize how bad it looked. They just kind of threw a bunch of dirt and leaves on the, the um, roof and then like broke a window <laughs> or two. And they're like, oh no, this is irreparable. Yeah, and there was like a broken step, and but most of it seemed you like know, the classic fixes. Yeah, that's it's whatever. Um, this is also where I said start movie. Oh, it was like yeah, grandma's farm, and then she <laughs> she moves to this little rundown farm in this town full of like odd interests. Corporate people. job. Um, the villagers then we get to (laughs) we meet Charlotte yes oh no first oh no 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 we meet Charlotte Charlotte first yeah Charlotte comes in (laughs) and she like she's supposed to be more villainous than they it's just the writing didn't spend time to develop anything in this movie no, because they don't have to. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just the, Charlotte, what this movie. There has been better Disney Channel original movie villains than Charlotte is. See, but that's I didn't mind Charlotte because it was like a realistic villain, if that makes sense. I just felt like she could have like done more. Of, of her, <laughs> she just wants the end. She's not like an evil or bad person she just really wants this yeah no i just i feel like i wanted more screen time with her to really just like even like lingering on her being like visibly upset that she doesn't have this in like maybe her like walking around gazing at it a little bit more instead of insulting it and how run down it was yeah i can understand that because um so what happened is the inn was run by this old lady mm-hmm. and then she died and it f- was passed down through her family night- line and like nobody else gave a shit about the inn so they just let it kind of fall apart and so the original inn's um, proprietor also, her- speaking of the family line I was disappointed that it, we didn't ever that it was never like yeah that no, Jake wasn't yeah. the grandson <laughs> exactly that's um, her her grandson was like, I don't give a shit about this in, and so and apparently it was it's implied. It was implied that every adult in this town has grown up on in this town, 
they know everybody else. It's like very, very small village. They're all very invested in this inn because it's a historical landmark. So, like, Charlotte obviously is very close in a sense with um, the grandson of the owner. So she was, she has said that he promised the end to her and then he realized he could make this scam and make money off of it while duping someone else into taking care of the upkeep. <laughs> and so she's pissed at Gabriella because she wanted the end. Mm-hmm. And it's clear Gabriella doesn't give a shit at this point about the inn. To an extent. Yeah. It's she like, sees the inn more as like... To fix it and sell it. Yeah. She doesn't see it as like a... She doesn't have any emotional investment in it at this point. She doesn't... Yeah, she doesn't understand like the the heritage behind this inn. Yeah, it's just town. an investment in a business sense at this point for her. Mm-hmm. Um. Then we meet the Gilbert. Well, yeah, Gilbert the goat. He's in the closet. There's no, yeah, there's no explanation for Gilbert. And He's just a a loose goat roaming this inn. Um, he's been pretty respectful of the inn, to be honest. Like it's not eaten up or anything. There's no shit anywhere. No, it's. Like it's pretty well taken care of. Gilbert is the groundskeeper, it seems. Um then we well, then the... she goes hardware store. Yeah, she goes to the hardware store we meet um the best character. Norm. Oh, love Norm. Uh, he is so Norm funny. Known as Norman. Apparently she was the first one to ever think to get just to shorten his name and he's like oh oh my god but he's just like this sweet just this sweet old I don't know he's just an old man yeah he's just this sweet sweet old man that really that really like enjoys building things I guess and he's he's very kind he helps her out and he's like he's like I know this is gonna be an expensive undertaking Um, I know that, like, like, you just lost your job. Mm -hmm. He's also, like, I know a contractor, and it's Jake. It's Jake. (laughs) And she's, like... It's Jake. For some reason, she's, like, really... Like, she will not let him help, and I don't... I don't understand it. There was no implication that this is one of our hang-ups. Like, if anything, it was established she wants people in her life to be well, that's like, a, very like, involved. If, if this was one of her hangups, then why is she letting everybody else in the town help her? Yeah. And no, if this was one of her hangups too, there was no reason for her to want to like get together it's, with her boyfriend and build like a shelf for one of their closets. Like it's, no, just, it's literally just because they are trying to build tension and, that, and there's really no other reason for it. I would have preferred if like we just scrapped that immediately and went straight into like more remodeling like sexual tension kind of stuff instead of like oh no they're not friends but we don't get that so there's no basis and like there's no implication that he's been seen of like the remodeling sexual tension which sucks um then we get it's not good 
she goes to the cafe and they say that there's a rugby game on, but then they also say it's a footy game, which I just those are not the same thing. And I just you were very upset about I, that. Still, I am. <laughs> it's just like they're not the same thing. <laughs> I don't know anything about any of that, so sure. It's basically footy is football, as in like soccer. Mm-hmm. Rugby is like the non-United States version of American football. What if they were just watching both? No, because they make a big deal about how it's the the big game. Like, you think those seasons can't run concurrently? No, that's you not fool. how sports work. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but then she has to sit at the table with Jake. Yeah, she's very upset about it. Only seat left. (laughs) And again, it's like, because this is this kind of movie, neither of them are like hot. Yeah. Good looking. It's weird how much like a lot of the cast of this movie look like other actors that's also like a common thing with these movies really like they always look like b-list versions of like an a-list actor that's why the fuck yeah so anyway like again neither of them is like hot but they're both like above average looking i would say um and then we find out here that jake is a beekeeper which makes him about 15% 15% more attractive. Wait, uh, just that? I love just it. that? They just threw it in there and made me lose my shit. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah, here's a little behind shit. the scenes. One of my notes is just in all caps. It had gotten dark at this point. I hadn't seen what I was doing. It's like half a page. All caps. <laughs> Beekeeper. Yeah, I have my note about it in all caps as well. <laughs> Just be it fucking wild. Um, unfortunately, we don't get to see the bees. Even when we go to his house later, I would have loved to see the bees. Um, then we get that little town festival, which we yeah. really already talked about. So, uh, we skipped over meeting my favorite character, who was underutilized. Yes, the flower shop owner. I can't remember the, her the name. In- Shelly. Shelly. The entire concept of that flower shop was so cute. Like, was... I love the Shoots and Sprouts. is such a cute name for a flower shop. <coughs> um, I know this is, like, Netflix, so, like, they already met their quota with Peter and husband. Peter and bootleg, um... Oh, what's that actor's name that I said? I think you said Mark Yes, bootleg Mark Ruffalo. Um, Almost more say he's like a bootleg Taika Waititi. Oh, fuck. I get... If they had a son, that's who that actor would be. Yes. Uh, but... but anyway, so, like, they... Yeah, they met their quota for, like, sexual but, diversity. But she should have been a fucking lesbian. Shelly should have been a les- lesbian. Um, the flower shop did have my favorite scene, and like it's very not intentional. 
on the Netflix's part. I'm sure they <laughs> did not give this direction, but Shelley's love interest is the town doctor. And um, that's all we ever see of him doing medical things because he barely even like helps her, helps Gabriella when she's sick. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> drink some tea. <laughs> yeah. But, um, so he comes with flower, uh, florists almost every day. And he's in love with Shelly, obviously. He's, like, leaning against the shelf with a bunch of potted plants, and he knocks it over. And he's like, oh, no! And he just fucking books it. He just fucking straight up, like, sprints out of the store. It's so and funny. behind him, behind him, like, one of the workers for the floral shop just kind of walks in, like, that really fucked up <laughs> gif of the wrestler intro, where he's, like, in the big suit, and he's just flopping his arms around. And you can tell, you can see him in the back. Like, you can tell he knows this dude's about to break something. Yeah, like, he's been, like, <laughs> shuffling along behind him while he's walking into the scene. He's just, like, pretending to act busy, like, pushing flower pots aside just in case he comes back around. It's so funny. Shelly, she becomes Gabrielle's best friend, and the yoga friend is never spoken of again. Unnamed yoga friend. She does not get a name, but her fiance, Mike, Mike did get a name. Mike's fiance. We should go back in the credits and see see if she's listed as under her name. Um then we get then we get the fix it up montage. Yes, and I wish there was more fixing it up. I did like they... the montage though. It was very cute. The I one of my notes is tender scrubbing. <laughs> oh, I hated that scene. It's, it's so creepy. Gabrielle's looking at the house and she goes, she's a beaut. And then Jake is looking straight at her and goes, she sure is. Oh my god. (laughs) I I love it. I love that sappy, stupid shit. I think I'd prefer it if it was like better acted. No, I like it. I love it. I don't care if it's good acting or not. (laughs) Um... I would hate it more if it was better acted. <laughs> that's so that's weird. Ugh. It's just part of the genre. Like, <laughs> half this... you cannot be a good actor and be in these movies. Half this episode is going to be you defending the the poor writing and acting of this movie. Because it doesn't need it. It's not supposed to be good. I'd like it to at least be a watchable. <laughs> I find it perfectly watchable. But again, I have <laughs> oh, a lot but... of experience in this genre. So. <laughs> You've just been like Stockholms by this genre. Maybe. But uh, going back to the Fix It Up montage, here's an issue that I had through, throughout the whole movie with Jake's character. It's okay if like he's very against her making, like modernizing the inn to the point where like it's very technology reliant but like he's making fun of her for wanting to use solar energy and like energy efficient things yeah like the gray water because he's like a rural person he's a beekeeper like you'd think these issues would be like near and dear to his heart exactly it's it's like trying to set up 
like this town is old fashioned and whatever, but it's like clearly not old fashioned because it's a mo- it's set in modern day. It's implied that this is like slightly more advanced than what we have, but like yeah, it's so. It's... Even if you're in a rural town, they clearly have like internet <laughs> connection. They had flat screens carted out to the the back patio of the cafe to watch their hybrid sport. Um, <laughs> And he didn't bet an eye at that. He didn't give a shit. So why is he so wholly against solar energy, which has been, like, a pretty common, like, for his type of character, it would have been, like, introduced in, what, like, 2011? He would have known about this already. He would have been like, fuck yeah. Absolutely. Uh, Then we get the worst scene in the movie when they're in the car. Um, One of my favorite things, which is buzzworthy beekeeping news <laughs> which like in this small town in new zealand they have a news station dedicated to beekeeping news love it love that so much but then <laughs> we get she that switches, song yeah i don't know but, the name i don't like yeah dip, dip song though like you it's, know this song everybody knows it's this weird song. um i hate it singing it and their facial expressions are awful you can it's, tell that they hate being in this scene in particular yeah, it's terrible it's it's then they go to his house and really uh, that's when we he talks more about his dead girlfriend she uh, yeah it, i honestly didn't pay that much attention to all that stuff with his dead girlfriend not much happened because like he doesn't go into any depth he's just like he's really. like she we just grew- died three years ago they grew yeah, up together. Like, we grew up together. Uh, we went. We moved to like a big city together. She died, and I came back here. Yeah, that's that's it, really. And um, uh, he also has a stuff deck- awesome. Oh god, I hate it. It was so weird. And that's it. About made no it. sense. Then they go back to the house, and they're on the deck, and she like leans back against the railing and it breaks no 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 no. a rope falls on her and she thinks it's a snake so she freaks out she jumps back and the railing breaks she almost gets fucking impaled it's like spikes of wood just sitting there and she almost gets impaled but he catches her and then they spin around and spin around and fall and she lands on top of him which I said while we were watching, and I'm going to say it again, it was so much better in the proposal. Well, yeah, but the proposal is like... God but don't, don't rip off one of the best rom-coms ever. No, no, expect me to enjoy the that. scene. That is in every single romantic I movie. know, but it's still like once the proposal did it, you can't do it. Like, I'm sorry. Proposal is rom-com. This is just romance. Like, this is just trash. It's like two different genres. Rome trash. Also, the proposal has two very good actors in it. So, uh, this scene really drove home how much I would have rather been watching the proposal. <laughs> um, and then they're about to kiss, and then Gilbert is like right there. No, it's it's just weird. They cut to Gilbert. Gilbert's screaming. It's implied he's right there. They cut back he's to them. Like several feet away. Yeah, and Gilbert, he's like across the fucking property. 
but it's he, either he still he interrupts their kiss. Yeah, classic uh, Gilbert. Then they Gilbert. The yeah, it's oh because while they were doing the fix up, they cut a hole in the wall. Love letters in the oh, in mm-hmm. the wall, yeah. And so, so they, they romantically. And they read the letters to each other. And then they um, finally and then they, kiss. Yeah. And, then and they God, the way swim. this movie... <laughs> yeah, there's... God, so many of these shots, it just reminded me of other shots from other movies. Because when they were running into the water, all I thought was that weird <laughs> scene from um, Eclipse, where Edward yeah. and Bella just go skinny dipping at night, <laughs> and it's, it's wholly, like sterile. They're just two of the whitest people's bare asses in the moonlight. Yeah. And that's all I was thinking for for that specific scene of this movie. Romance romance movies are literally just entirely tropes. Like there is no original <laughs> content here. Do we need original content? I say yes. Original no. contest. Original content got us Peter and his husband. No, that's not original. That's another one's too. Oh my god, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh no. There's nothing original in any of these romance movies ever. What about Gilbert? What uh, about Gilbert? <laughs> I would say no. What about maybe not, Charlotte's maybe not always a goat, but it's always an animal. Pretty much. Oh yeah, I can see that. There's either an like animal, a lot of the... There's either an animal or a kid. I can see like the Gilbert like scenes play out exactly the same if it was like a one of those races where it's a horse. Yep. Yep. Mm. Unfortunate. Yeah, there's there no, there's nothing original. That's so sad. Um, what happens after that? They go home. Uh, they go oh, home. Chad, they get in a big fight. Chad, yeah, Chad FaceTimes her. And she takes it full volume right in front of Jake, which is so incredibly rude. Yeah. Like, you're on a date with a sexy beekeeper. <laughs> and you take a, a, a FaceTime from your old boss who was shitty to you? Yep. Why didn't she immediately block his number after they were laid off, is my question. I don't, because capitalism. It's, I would have been like, see The it. whole thing is stupid. They get in a big fight. Then there's the sad almost talking to each other montage. Oh, yeah. Where they're both at home, and they're like He's like gonna write a letter, erasing... she's gonna like write yeah. a text and but they can't do it yeah and can i uh, like uh, outside the plot say that i fucking hate the the movie making choice of like displaying the texts on screen oh yeah no i hate it and that's because it's, it's ugly. like more common and i hate it's it. so ugly um then okay so like, we don't have to see the conversation slightly. Charlotte texted Dean and was like, don't text, took Gabrielle's phone. Took Gabrielle's phone to text her ex-boyfriend, Dean. Don't text me anymore, just come to New Zealand. 
and so show then, me how much you love me. So then the day that they're showing the end to potentially sell it, he shows up with a potential buyer from Australia. And then obviously Charlotte is also there because she wants to buy it. Yeah, she she set up Dean coming in because she wanted to ruin um, get what Gabrielle and Jake had so that Gabrielle had no reason of staying so that she could buy the inn. Yeah. Um, and then they show the end. They show the um, end. It's this- like ten minutes of just them not talking to each other and people wanting Selling to buy their hands. Yeah. Um, and then it ends with them both like saying something vaguely romantic while to the group while like looking straight at each other. No one comments. Yeah. <laughs> and then Charlotte's in catches on fire. And um. Revealed earlier was that half the fucking named cast are volunteer firefighters. So they all have to go. Um, There's like a brief moment where it's like, oh no, did Jake die in the fire? And he obviously didn't. (laughs) Yeah, because it's Jake. And in between that suspense, Charlotte and Gabrielle come to the Charlotte's bed and breakfast at the same time, and Charlotte books it in there. Because she needs to rescue all of her porcelain dolls. And Gabriella runs in after her, then they come back out. <laughs> and then Jake comes out and Jake with comes an out. old man. With, yeah, what's in some man? With uh, some man. Then there's a few more days of them not talking and um a few more days of them not talking and Dean she just breaks it like reinforces the breakup and he's just fine with it this time. Yeah. He was fine with it the first time, too. Well, but he kept her the first time. No, the first time he was fine with it, and then, like, weeks later, he was like, okay, so we're dating again, and I want to date you still. And it's it's weird. (coughs) But then he's just completely fine with it this time. He's just like, okay, bye. See ya. Then Um, they have the meeting with the banker for the Australian buyer, and uh, they give, like... She gives this Demo. big, like, romantic speech about how this inn is, like, built on love and they shouldn't sell it. And <laughs> the banker starts crying. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then the Australian buyer's like, oh, fuck New Zealand, whatever. And then she leaves. Um, and then... <laughs> then they have this talk at the inn where he, like, reads the letter. <laughs> About how they're gonna like be together, and I cried. Her no, it was so bad. Her response, she's like, "This better be like a love letter and not a business proposal." It's like he signed it that he he's like, "I love you, Jake," and she's like, "This better not be a business thing." <laughs> I still cried. <laughs> Are you kidding me? No, I'm a very emotional person. So he was reading this letter, and I was crying. <laughs> oh my god that's it wasn't even good Josh I don't care these movies you aren't should. for people who care about good things these movies are f- for people who have too many emotions <laughs> oh my god oh and then we forgot the best fucking ending it doesn't yeah. end on anything Gilbert for got them. a girlfriend Gilbert turns to the side and then there's a girl girl and we, you can tell because she's got a, a she's pink got a ribbon. pink collar. <laughs> and, 
and they just stand next to each other. And that's it. And then that's the end. That's the fucking end of falling in love. Is that Gilbert got a girlfriend. I think my biggest issue is um, I mean besides all the problems with how their relationship played out like I would have rather we just skipped that like weird enemy bullshit yeah but um it's just like there's no explanation for Gilbert no not really he's just there he's just a fucking loose goat and the weirdest part is when they were showing the inn they had like a designated spot with a sign and like provided selfie sticks that said take a selfie with Gilbert. Yeah. So the they implication incorporated was that him into the inn. The implication was that they were going to sell the inn with Gilbert as a package deal and someone was just gonna have to be okay with Gilbert being there. Yeah. That Gilbert was now part of the theme for He's the part inn. Of- <laughs> like I don't know how that works but I don't think that's really legal <laughs> um, but I mean that was it like it's, I I get that the, like, it, the point was like we're watching two people falling in love haha um, but it's just I I don't think there was enough if that was the plot there wasn't enough focus on their relationship for the plot. Yeah, this was like cuz like I enjoyed this but compared to some other romance movies there was definitely just less going on. It was what well, it's like an hour and a half long. Good thing. But it's like yeah. you know, my favorite of these really bad romance movies are like like a Christmas Prince where there are so many plot points that mean nothing, where it's just like whiplash every ten minutes because it's just mm. hilariously bad. And this is just like, like nothing really happens. Nothing really happens, and like they barely have we barely get a relationship out of it. If you want to watch good relationships, like good like romantic plot lines with like around the same time frame, just it's on fucking Netflix. Just watch Mamma Mia. <laughs> Excuse me. You, did you just call Mamma Mia a good movie? Yeah, I love Mamma Mia. It's that doesn't make it a good movie. It's a good movie. It's better it's than not, this. It's not. I'm saying we're getting a good romance plot with other shit happening in Mamma Mia. Yeah, but like nothing is even resolved in Mamma Mia. It's I'm sorry. Do you need anything to be resolved in Mamma Mia? Yeah, I do. I need to know who her dad is. You do not need to know who I her do. dad is. I'll never watch that movie again because I don't know who her dad is. That's so sad for you. So are you not going to watch Mamma Mia? Here we go again. Not unless they reveal which one is her dad in that one. What the fuck? It's not even about that. I can't handle the suspense. (laughs) 
it's really funny how like because half mom okay this is what this is actually not relevant <laughs> um so anyways falling in love is bad fine it's a movie it's a solid b-list romance in the vein of hallmark movies it's a solid hour that you watch if you enjoy those types of movies you will probably enjoy this if you don't then you won't then don't waste your time (laughs) (laughs) yeah (laughs) i just i think i could have enjoyed it more if we had focused on like one less thing and put that screen time into something else. And that's just, again, that's just a problem with the genre as a whole. <laughs> they focus on 10 things at all times. You gotta keep them confused before you have to write actual scenes. It's usually, like, a Christmas prince aside, usually the Christmas romance ones are better at keeping one plot line which is very weird I wonder why because it's easy to just be like oh they're falling in love and they have to save Christmas <laughs> uh, Santa Claus too it's easy having a seasonal thing like that where even the side plots with like what the people in town are doing are still all revolving around the same central plot. Well, I don't like it's kind of the same thing with this. They could have focused more on fixing up the inn. Yeah, but I feel like that they did, yeah. But it's like they did too much with having the townspeople have their own lives and stuff. Mm-hmm. It's like with the Christmas ones, it's like the town has this big Christmas festival, and that is all that anybody in this town knows. <laughs> this Christmas festival is their is their only reason for living. Well, and it's it like goes smoothly. There was so much potential for this one to be exactly the same because even that this inn is like a town landmark. Everybody yeah, but- is. Invested in this town. If it's not like Christmas or something like that, they never do that. I don't know why. It's so weird. It's so weird. It's not hard to write. Like, oh my god, this movie could have been rewritten to be better. Like within, like shorter than the movie takes. Yeah, but they less time than the runtime could have written it better. Like. I get the. It's you're basically writing all of these through like a skeleton plot where you're just adding like one major overarching like setting or something to it, and you're just hitting these like scene by scene beats. That, like, almost really, this. That's why the. Like I don't know. I have never, which is weird because I am like a writer, but when I consume media, I don't really care about good writing. And maybe that's just because I just don't care about movies. Mm-hmm. If I'm watching a movie, I'm just watching it just for fun. So I don't really care. And it's like these movies are all designed to just hit these various tropes to release that like dopamine in people's in romantic people's brains. 
very and it sad worked. to have no taste. No, it's fine. I don't care. I've <laughs> never claimed to have taste. <laughs> no, that's the whole conceit of this, isn't it? We don't have taste. <laughs> I guess I'm the same boat with like general action movies. I feel like I hate general action movies. See, there we go. <laughs> you're like you're one or the other. <laughs> types of people. <laughs> it's all in our natal chart. <laughs> it's my seven masculine signs. That's actually true though, because I have a lot of feminine signs and half my signs mean that I am a stupid romantic piece of shit. <laughs> They're like, my natal chart is like, oh, you want to be in love, bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Here you go. Here's falling in love. (laughs) We'll have to find a shitty um, formulaic action movie to just hammer this home, huh? So any Michael Bay movie? No. No. He will not be forgiven. I will not consume any of his media. He's ruined He's ruined something that means a lot to me, and I will not watch any of his movies. That's fair. He did the turtles dirty. And he will not <coughs> be getting money from me. <laughs> <laughs> you hurt my boys. I undermine your writing abilities I'm not the only person (laughs) nor do I even do any of that but yeah Uh, I will not be watching any Michael Bay maybe we'll watch Pacific Rim I actually do I actually like Pacific Rim yeah I'm like Pacific Rim isn't a shitty movie I've just never seen it oh that would be fun then oh I'm just trying to think like it's like, so very hard for me to force down, like, let's watch the 90s Ninja Turtle movies. But... I've seen those already. Yeah. And Even the third one? Even the third one? Yes. Ah! It's, I don't I mind an that. excuse to read. Yeah. But it's like... The only... Generic action y movies I like are like superheroes usually. Like my favorite superhero movies are the X Men movies where there's no plot and it's terrible. Oh yeah. They don't do those characters justice at all. And neither do the comics ninety percent of the time. That's fair. Unless you're unless you're um Logan. Even him. They kind of, but he's he's got more of substance too. Like there are definitely he just, more. He just gets more screen time than anyone else. Exactly. He was really like, way off topic. Yeah. <laughs> this is shop talk now. We'll we'll figure it out. Which is fine. Um. But what yeah. do we want, what do we want to do for the next episode? I think the next episode, the way it's going to happen, is probably going to be. I don't know if we've explicitly stated that we're doing this yet, but it's probably going to be our watch of the first 
episode of 1980, what is it, 84? Yeah, but didn't we say those are going to be more like bonus episodes? Yeah, but I'm just saying that's probably going to happen the soonest. Yeah, well, because when is that first? That's this Wednesday, right? Yep. Okay, so we'll get that. And then since those are bonus episodes, do we want to try to release that like next weekend sometime? Yeah, and I don't think and it'll take too long. Over the weekend, we can watch something and get our actual yeah next actual episode out on our Maybe... weekly schedule. Yeah, maybe I'll go through Netflix and see what kind of movie like action movies. Um, yeah. Okay. I'm pretty much up for whatever. Just. Or we could watch um, shitty, like, bad, worst done, uh, Legally Blonde movies. What do you mean? What does that mean? Oh, House Bunny? House Bunny. (laughs) I've never seen it. I love House Bunny. Do you want to do House Bunny? Or would you rather do an action movie? I'm going to go through the action movies and then... Yeah, I'll, I will let you just take control and bake with this one because I pretty much picked Falling in Love. So. Do you watch Paul Blart? <laughs> I kind of unironically love Paul Blart. I do too because I don't mean that. like it's obviously um, a terrible movie, but it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Action comedies. Oh, is it? Is Jupiter Ascending still on? Yes. We can maybe shoot for that. That would be very very fun. <laughs> Just look around. Tell me what you decide. Mm-hmm. Um, do we want okay. to try to watch it together or just watch it? And <gasps> Let's do Cirque de Freak. Okay. Yes. That'll also... Okay. Because that's getting towards the end of September, so that's sort of a good way to start sagging towards mm-hmm. Halloween-ish. <laughs> The spooks. If we're gonna, um, are we gonna basically do a whole month of Halloween? We could try. I think maybe we could just um, release a couple more than we usually do. Yeah. While we um, try to get through Roanoke. Yeah. Because I don't think it would be too hard to find stuff to watch for a month of Halloween stuff. There's no. tons of like classic horror. Netflix will have their Halloween stuff out soon. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, Cirque du Freak next. Cirque du Freak. Yes. Uh, I'm so, I'm so excited. In a while, and I used to love that movie. Yeah. Then maybe we could hit Jupiter Ascending because I'm very interested in Jupiter Ascending. I have no idea what it's about. It's not about anything. 
<laughs> I know. I mean, it is, but it's like there's too much happening and it's bad. Oh my god, and Hellboy's up? Ooh. We do Hellboy. Hellboy sexy. Um. <laughs> yeah, that Hellboy is. <laughs> David I've never David seen Harvey Inkheart. <laughs> DM me, Hellboy. I've never seen Inkheart. I think I read the book. I have no knowledge of that franchise at all. We could watch the Full Metal Alchemist live action because I think it's just a retelling of the... <laughs> we could watch the Death Note live action. <gasps> we could watch Full Metal Alchemist and the Death Note and make it like one big episode. That would actually be really fun. I don't know if I could handle watching these boys hurt, but... I don't know. Chappie! <gasps> <laughs> For what now, is Chappie about? I don't know. It's a robot in South Africa? Yeah, that's all I know. It's and like he's very... D-Antwoord D- or whatever is are in it. Oh, really? They're like two of the stars. <laughs> can we watch... Can we watch also fit Chappie in at some point? Yeah, we can actually... Hold on. Um, Let's get our... Dude, there's a live action. And then we can go back to Discord and start planning. Okay. So, okay. Yeah. We need to work on an outro. (laughs) We do. (laughs) That should be our end. Thank you for watching. We need to work on an outro. (laughs) So, thanks for listening. Um, If you want regular updates on what we're doing and when episodes will be released, you can follow us on. Twitter. Um, what is the Twitter at? Uh, <laughs> we are not, we are not uh, prepared this week. I just know the Twitter ad is slightly different. Dumb bitch binge. Dumb bitch binge. Um, and you can follow us on Tumblr at dumbbingebinging.tumblr.com with dashes between each word. Um, and our own social That's... medias are from the Twitter, so... Just find them through the Twitter. Fuck you. <laughs> That's all for this episode, at least. Yep. <laughs> we have, yeah. Our next episode out is probably going to be a little mini bonus episode where, while we um figure everything else out. It's going to be the first episode of the new season of American Horror Story. 1984. And then, yeah. Um, if, if that's the right, it's weird that they made it a year for the title. And then um, after that, that year because of George Orwell. <laughs> oh, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> that's it for this episode. The next one, like I said, the, like, Tegan said the 1984 that's those are going to be more of bonus episodes as the season airs we'll still be trying not to get be too, actual yeah. episodes out every Thursday ish um, yeah the bonus episodes will probably be on 
say probably on Fridays since the show airs Wednesday. Yeah, we're going to need a little bit of time to coordinate um, views and record, edit, and everything. So Friday or Saturday. Um, those episodes will probably be pretty short, I would say, because it's just one episode yeah. at a time, so probably... We're not going to have much to talk about. At the very most, of those bonus episodes will be about 30 minutes. Yeah. Um, Especially with, like, how the writing goes throughout the season. Yeah. And then as you've seen with the regular episodes, those times will vary immensely. Yeah. Please be patient as we... Two hours. This one is not even an hour. We just ask that you be patient while we figure everything out with um, general timestamps for what we want to include in our episodes. Yeah, and as we just get better with editing and stuff, because we're both very new to this. And also, hopefully at some point, we're going to have more of a backlog so we don't have to edit as we go. Yes. Uh But... um, so yeah, look out for our next up, next bonus episode for 1984. That's coming up pretty soon. And then, once and then figure out what the actual next episode is. We'll post that on our Twitter and our Tumblr. So follow us there. Um, once again, thanks for listening. We really appreciated it.